I'd like to begin our morning with reading you a quote from the Buddha. It's a quote about the four imponderables. Perhaps you've heard this before. These four imponderables are not to be speculated about. Whoever speculates about them would go mad and experience vexation. Which four? The range of powers of a Buddha, the range of powers of the concentrated mind, the results of Kama, speculation about the universe. So if you find yourself (laughs) on any of those, the Buddha has warned you. But there's an interesting one in the list, which is the range of powers of the concentrated mind. So here's this list of imponderable, amazing, you know, this power of the concentrated mind. And it is attainable by us. We may not be up for the range of powers of a Buddha, but we can experience the range of of powers of the concentrated mind. Imponderable, but experienceable. That's pretty amazing that we can experience that directly. And the concentrated mind, this mind that is cultivated through the samadhi, samadhi being the Pali word. And sometimes the, it's nice to use the Pali word because concentration, we often you know, feel this kind of closing in, narrowing sense with that word in our English usage. But samadhi, what it's pointing to, and you've all been experiencing this, this collecting of the mind where the mind becomes... It it becomes trainable and it can be directed. And ultimately, the, uh, the concentrated mind is flexible, pliable, directable, and powerful. And in our practice, we start right from the beginning, recognizing that our mind has this capacity But in our daily life, we often scatter the capacity of the mind. So we do our practice of collecting. And as you know, we can collect the mind in many different ways. By staying with the breath. By being with the body. By listening to sound. Walking meditation, if you're very intimate with it, is very, very collecting of the mind. One of the aspects of this, as we move into, as your practice might open up more in different objects, the choiceless awareness, something that's important to recognize is that concentration can be cultivated on changing objects. It's called kanika samadhi, 
momentary concentration. And what that is, uh, uh, this is, uh, I like Greg's way of explaining it. So here's our six sense doors in my, and what we often do is we have, we pay attention to a sound. And then there's kind of a gap in attention while we kind of wait for, and then we have an inhale. And then we notice a thought. And then there's a body sensation. So there's a way that we have these moments of concentration, but a space, moments of attention. And then we have a space between them. And what I'm talking, moving you towards here is continuity on not the level that we've talked about it before of continuity through the day, though that's, that continues to be very important in cultivating samadhi, but a continuity that is moment to moment where the gaps between these fingers close and the attention is continuous and it moves from object to object directly without gapping. And I suspect as I talk about this that you can feel and recognize those moments in your practice when this is happening. These are the moments when we're going along practicing and then all of a sudden there's just like so much clarity, so much like precision. And it's because there's none of that fuzziness in between. And this, how do we, um, you know, it happens sometimes by grace, but how do we cultivate that? And Tuweri was giving us a lot of um, encouragement in this, this quality the vitaka is recognizing. But then this vichara is staying with it and then the next instead of falling into a gap. And falling into, I'm going to talk about a different kind of gap, but this kind of gap, a kind of not quite there gap. So I want to do a little experiment with you. And I'm going to ring the bell And I want you to see if you can hear the initial sound of the bell and then stay with it. Don't wander off. Stay with the bell all the way to when it's gone. And when it's gone, go directly from the bell being gone to the silence that follows it. So that there's the silence itself then becomes the next object. And then something else will rise. But so let's see how that is for you. Stay, stay. 
So one of the things that happens when you pay attention with this much uh, continuity and clarity is that you can stay with what's happening until it ends. And sometimes it may be that it ends by your attention going to something else. And that's okay. But then there's not a gap. Or you stay with it until there's silence and stillness. And then you bring the same kind of attention to that. And though it's a little more obvious with the sound of the bell, this is true of a sensation in the body or a thought And remember I talked a number of days ago about the space between thoughts. So if you're watching your thoughts, can you pay, go from the thought to paying attention to the space and then to the next thing that arises? And bringing this kind of precision... So this bridges the gap. The word gap is a little too useful here. It's got too many meanings. Okay, this bridges the distance between uh, the changing object meditation and the breath or the anchor meditation. That both of them have this continuity of attention that cultivates samadhi. It's important if you stay with the anchor, if you stay with the breath, that that experience of the breath or the anchor is inclusive. So what I mean by that is that there's not a kind of pushing away of other experience. That when a sound arises and comes in, you don't try to put up a wall and push it away. That when uh, emotion arises, you don't... It, it's fine that it doesn't, it doesn't have to take over, but there's a willingness to acknowledge it. So as we move deeper into the retreat, whether you stay with the anchor or you go choiceless, and probably it will be a variety depending on your state of your meditation at a particular time. But in either case, there's an inclusivity that is being cultivated. This is very important because one of the things about samadhi is it gets it can get very brittle. Does this make sense? That feeling of like, oh my God, that sound or that watch the, from the watches, the, you know, that watch has just set me off in some, you know, it's, it's ruined my concentration. Or some little thing happens, somebody you walk out and they bump into you and you feel completely violated. This is a sign of a certain kind of brittleness coming into your uh, samadhi where it's not the flexibility and inclusiveness has not yet been cultivated. 
And one of the things about this inclusivity is at first it can feel like your samadhi is going away. So what happens, we may at first, you know, have been very focused on the anchor, pushed everything else away. And then as we continue and our mind gets more refined and it gets more inclusive, it might feel like, oh my goodness, my mind is really, really busy. There's all these distractions. But what's happening is we're all, the refinement in our mind is taking in more and the inclusivity is letting things come in. So it's important to go through that process and have patience and realize, no, it's not that you're back at the beginning. It's not that your mind is more distracted now. It's that you are more present with the incredible diversity of things that are actually happening. So I encourage that you to be uh, not discouraged by what it at times can feel like an increased level of chaos. And the last thing I want to say about the samadhi is that this is sort of related to the brittleness, but um, but can happen anyway. I loved it when it was described to me as it's like you're on ice skates. And so it can be just smooth, sliding across the ice. But the only problem is if you start sliding towards a hole in the ice or towards a wall or something, there's a way that you just find yourself just running right into it and sort of being kind of rattled. And that's a little bit the nature of it. And so we just have to concentration comes and goes at certain times we're very collected at other times it's more dissipated and our job is to just keep showing up just keep showing up and to allow it to come and go it's okay your practice continues So we'll sit together. There won't be much guidance. We're sort of at the place in the retreat where you're your own guided meditation and instructor. So let's sit together. I'll offer the simple encouragement to begin your meditation with some, a little bit of, a little determination, a little intentionality, like offering your practice to the benefit of all. making some kind of commitment to this time to just do the best that you can in this moment, to invite presence and kindness. Patience and resilience. 
and to be willing, to be willing to be here, to not reject your experience, to be willing to get as intimate as is possible in this moment. Here I am, showing up.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.